practicing tools such as meditation, Reiki sound, breath work, are ways of tapping into our intuition and our spiritual body, having that deeper awareness of who we are firstly before we go out into that external world and we find that space within us that gives us that purpose of being in that present moment. Hi everyone, I'm Hetty Holmes and you're listening to Hacking Happiness with Dose, the podcast that explores what makes us feel good to get those happy hormones firing. Next, I speak to Jasmine Hosono, aka Emerald and Tiger, a conscious lifestyle brand and platform promoting positive awareness through vibrant connection to body, mind and spirit. In this podcast, we discuss how life experiences that include losing her father to suicide at an early age and PTSD led her to the path she's on today, how spirituality can help us all tap into our true purpose, sound healing and endorphins and much more. I hope you enjoy. Well, Jasmine, thank you so much for joining me on the Dose podcast. It's a real pleasure to have you on. Thank you for having me, Hetty. So we were just discussing before that we've kind of we've crossed paths in the past at events, um, and I've I've seen you through Instagram doing mm-hmm. some amazing like IGTV lives with like Fern Cotton. Um, but you're you're kind of building presence as a holistic practitioner, doing all sorts of amazing things like kind of related to moon cycles, breathwork, meditation, manifesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd really love to know, firstly, you know how you got into this holistic. Uh, world um advising people and um yeah and like what led you down this healing pathway well I was in my it was my late 20s I kind of hit a sort of crisis point with my health and well-being I was diagnosed with um PTSD actually in my early teens but never really sought the right support um and I kind of spiraled for a long time Um, In my early years, at age 12, actually, my nana passed away um, and we were very close and I discovered her body. And uh, at age 14, on top of all of that and grieving for my nana, my father took his life. And um, subsequently, I just withdrew from life. There was like this dark hole, I guess, a void feeling that was constant in my life. And I, yeah, my teenage years were just basically there was a lot of abuse experimented with drugs alcohol nightclubs even before the age of 16 actually so fast forward to my kind of my late 20s I was just very unhappy um, and yeah I just had this void and I hadn't dealt with my PTSD or and had severe depression so I guess it, it, it was time for me to I had to kind of start looking for help and Uh, I had started to enjoy meditation, actually. I had been meditating a long time and that was like my only sort of therapy as such. And then one thing led to another and I started to research alternative therapies and a holistic approach to living. So I actually had an amazing uh, appointment with Dr. Raj, she's a nutritionist. Um, I remember it very clearly and he just said, look, if you don't do these things now, you know, you're just never going to get out of this hole. You need, you need to find your way. And I didn't listen to him at the time. It was a year later, kind of, that I just started to think, yeah, he's right. And I need to do this for myself. And so meditation led to Reiki treatments and then led to my Reiki training, which in turn brought me back to my roots of sound and music. Um, I've always been a singer-songwriter, so that just brought me back to sound and music and everything else from there just started to make a bit more sense. But my 30s was quite difficult because all of that unravelling brought a lot of tension, trauma and pain. 
So um, I had an array of health issues. I was finally diagnosed with endometriosis, which uh, if no one knows, is a condition where tissue similar to the lining of the wound starts to grow outside into other places. And I was diagnosed with malignant melanoma um, and had fertility issues and so forth. But all of this unraveling with the tools and techniques that I was learning, it just I just discovered a way to find some balance and support my health and well-being along the way. Um, and that just spurred me on, I guess, to, yeah, I always enjoyed supporting p- other people. Um, and I just found this way of uh, supporting them through the tools and techniques that I had learned, you know, through my life's journey and the fact that I loved helping other people. They, it kind of just all combined together. And, and suddenly I just felt this way of being in service that felt really, that I felt very called cool to um and to spread this kind of love and energy into the world. Yeah, it sounds like you've gone through so much pain to find, eventually find your true purpose and to help mm. other people. Mm. And like true, finding your true purpose is something that you are very passionate about, isn't it? Like how spirituality can help us tap into it. And mm. I guess in this modern society, you know, we're filled with technology and emails and all these things telling us to compare ourselves to other people and set goals for ourselves that are like other people, you know, and, and climbing, climbing a ladder to some sort of success. But mm. how do you think those sorts of platforms are kind of corrupting our sense of inner peace and drawing us away from our true purpose and like why we need to kind of practice more spiritual methods like healing and things to kind of draw us back to what we are ordained yeah, to do. I think essentially like we are spiritual beings that will always be, but we're just not aware of that as such. And so practicing tools such as meditation, Reiki sound, breath work are ways of tapping into our intuition and our spiritual body, having that deeper awareness of who we are firstly before we go out into that external world. And we find that space within us that gives us that purpose of being in that present moment. But purpose can change throughout our lives. But whatever we discover, but what we discover, I guess, with our spirituality is truth like we start to discover who our true self is. And so that helps us to feel less stuck and withdrawn. Um, And then following that flow that we feel is our true purpose. So as we follow that flow in life, that's our truth. We're always following that true purpose, if that makes sense. Um, But I think social media in a way has its advantages and disadvantages. I do take regular time away from it. It's not something that I naturally feel comfortable with actually, but we need to adapt and move with the times that we're in, but still put our health and well-being first. So as a business, I do use these platforms. Um, and I think it's important that we are mindful of how we consume and use them. So I do set a few boundaries. Um, I try to check it once or twice a day. And if I need to, for if I'm working and then have a social detox. So definitely if I don't, if I'm not working on the weekends, I will not be on social media. Um, and I think it's also like, just look at who you're following, um, who you're investing your energy with and only follow people and businesses that are of interest and that fill you up and mute everything else or, you know, that interrupts your peaceful feeling inside and listen to your heart and intuition. It's easier said than done, of course, but um, it's practice. And, and um, you know, often I still, I, sometimes my work schedule is all over the place. Um, 
I could be working early mornings and then it will change to working late evenings. So sometimes I find that, yeah, my phone's with me um, in times where I shouldn't like before bed or something like that. Um, mm. But I think it's, yeah, it's just having that balance and having that awareness of how you're using it. Yeah, absolutely. And the name Emerald and Tiger, I'd be interested to know what it, the significance of it, what it means. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Um, it took me a while to find a name actually, and then it just jumped out to me. But Emerald and Tiger's Eye are two of my favourite crystals. Um, and they bring out this essence that I believe in and that of the brand, that ethos, which is love, courage and power. So um, that's kind of like the essence of those crystals. Um, and love and courage and power is in empowerment. And my favorite color is green. I love green. And green is also represents the heart chakra. And I also have a close uh, connection to a spirit animal, a guide, Malati, a tigress. Um, she came to me in my younger years, actually, and um, helped me to see parts of myself that I couldn't sense yet. So yeah, she's part of me in my life. Um, and so hence Emerald and Tiger, but as, the business evolves so does the name you know I think you'll understand that as well like you know you grow and evolve and things change and it means so much more now when I think of the name and what I've done you know thus far mm. no it's beautiful and you, you clearly are in a, a like a happier better place now that you're kind of you're helping other people and I'm sure that the, the trauma that you've experienced obviously helps you to empathize with others too which mm. I guess leads us on nicely to oxytocin our kind of relationship bonding hormone that's all about social connection yeah um so something I'd love to talk to you about is accessing our divine feminine energy and mm. how this can actually be sexually empowering because I feel like the the stigma of talking about sexual wellness is is kind of starting to be unraveled now as more of us kind of uh, kind of more confident talking about it and realize how important it is to talk about it so yeah I'd love to learn from mm. you a bit more about that I think there are many ways to access our feminine energy it's part of us all every part you know everyone has their feminine energy their divine feminine energy it's an energy so I think firstly learning about what that means and learning about our body and our feelings and emotions is a great place to start um, our feminine energy is something we experience through feeling so it's referred to as yin or shakti energy that's flowing. It's like your creative, your nurturing, grounding and intuitive energy. So that's part of us and connects with us. And we can find that um, through connecting to the earth, the trees, the ocean, the moon. And um, I often find that we discover it through spending time in meditation, breath work, you know, really tapping into our feminine flow through breathwork. This really uh, revitalizes it and opens us up to that energy. Journaling, um, tapping into that creative part of our bodies. All of that yin energy is our divine feminine. And I guess spending more time in nature, being near water and understanding the moon cycles and how they intrinsically link to us and open us to our feminine flow are great teachers for us. Um, and we'll discover it in different ways. The energy is always there ready to show up for us and it has shown up for us, but we might not have realised it. Um, and I want to say, actually, there's some great teachers and practitioners that focus on divine feminine energy. Um, teachers like uh, Afrua, Queen Afrua, she's amazing. So Sahara Rose, 
um, Megan Watterson and Alana Fairchild. There's so many um, examples that we can we can learn from and embody the divine feminine energy. And I think even looking at some high profile people, celebrities like Alicia Keys, you know, who's really, really stepped up and shown that divine feminine energy um, is a great way of understanding what we have inside of ourselves. And I think understanding and feeling into our feminine energy brings deeper, deep awareness and wisdom and intuition to us. So we begin to embrace our bodies, we set boundaries, we release ourselves from that patriarchal systems set and ultimately feel a sense of freedom within ourselves that is our sexual energy, that our feminine energy that ultimately is empowering. That is our sexual energy. It's not It's not just, you know, a lot of people equate it to sex and um, the external things of that what it brings but it's an internal energy the divine feminine energy is how it makes us feel and the sexual energy is part of that it's interesting you mentioned the moon cycles there because i feel like uh in the uk we're always a few years behind you know the, the us for instance in terms of wellness mm. trends and i kind of saw this uh, fascination with you know astrology and um and the moon cycles building in kind of la and, and new york for a while and then now it's yeah. suddenly very popular here now people are fascinated with it i've you know sinking their hormones around the cycle of the moon and it's mm-hmm. it's I mean, I'd love to hear like your take on, on why the moon has such a significance because obviously our, our body is made from, is it like 80-90% water and of course the moon has such an influence on the tides so it affects our body in the same way. That's right, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'd love to hear a bit more about that because I'm, I'm quite uninitiated <laughs> myself. Yeah, I think it's just the moon has this, it has that yin energy which is connects to our feminine energy, part of our feminine energy energy and part of our body is our menstrual cycle for many of us and even if we don't have a menstrual cycle we still have that part of our body you know that feminine energy and so the moon as we follow the moon cycles if you think of it as cyclical so it's it moves from very energized to waning um very powerful to kind of um calm and these are kind of um elements or Um, yeah elements that we can embody and so when we start to learn that we are cyclical as well just like the moon just like water it it starts to help us to understand how we can navigate life with more ease and flow how we can understand that our menstrual cycle is actually very beautiful in fact um, a lot of us I mean especially me I've I had very heavy periods from an early age I got my period actually and um, I just found it a hindrix, but actually as um, life developed, I found how beautiful it was to be able to be able to bleed and honor that time. And I think that when we connect via the moon, um, that it just really helps us to feel and navigate that flow better. Mm. And at the, the time of recording, I believe there is a full moon coming up. Is it the Sturgeon moon? This weekend. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you got anything planned around that? I actually haven't got anything planned. Sometimes I don't plan for every moon. Sometimes I just intuitively will move into that energy. I've definitely been feeling it this week. Um, so I'm I'm definitely aware of what's 
what I'm feeling. I think that's the most important thing is just to be aware of how that energy makes you feel and what you might need. And for me, every day, that's just a daily check-in and to see how that energy is moving within me and what what I need in order to support myself. Mm. Well, so um, next we're getting to serotonin, which is like our mood regulation um, hormone that is a lot to do with like our confidence and self-worth. Um, mm. And I'd be just interested to hear from you about, you know, the ways that you live more mindfully now and, and put yourself first. Like, are there things that you've put in place to kind of honour your yourself more than you did previously when you were younger? Looks like some self-care practices. Yeah, I... I guess I I live more mindfully. I'm aware of how I feel and life around me. And I feel that life is sacred. Um, And conscious living for me is observing and being part of life as it is taking place in the moment. So that is what I try to do and guide my clients towards that too. With that, we become less focused on the past and future and more immersed in nature, the seasons, like what we were just talking about, you know, and being more cyclical and connected to all of the divine energy within us and aware of our bodies and how they feel and what they need on a daily basis. So so being aware and listening to what our needs are, having those daily check-ins are ways that really help me to feel into that kind of conscious awareness state. Mm. And I think that also like, we can also do that with other people. So being conscious and and learning to listen to other people and friends and family. And the extension of that is being very present with what's going on in the world. Um, I often ask myself the question, you know, what can I do consciously to support myself and the world and be that of service in the work that I do, donate, make small changes to respect the planet. And appreciate what we have right in front of us. So it's always coming back to the present moment. Um, and that naturally just helps me to also shift from any worry or self-doubt, you know. So it just really helps me to bear in mind that I'm in the moment now and that's all I need to focus on. So that's kind of, yeah, that's how I kind of live consciously. Um, mm. And then kind of I suppose mindful ways that I practice that is uh, one of my things that I do every day which is non-negotiable is um, a top tip I guess is just to wake up every day take a few breaths in and just check in with how you're feeling I ask myself how am I feeling today you know what do I need today and just have a little kind of check in physically mentally emotionally spiritually and then go on with um, what practices that I might need to support that or um, who I need to support to, to speak to, sorry, to help me. Um, and I find that that simple practice helps me to manage um, my day and not be totally thrown off before the day's e- even started. So it's just having that kind of check in and yeah, and then I will do uh certain things to help me so I love to do a bit of um mirror work affirmations and visualizations especially if I'm battling with self-doubt or imposter syndrome so it just really helps me to to yeah recognize my power and and come back to that kind of present moment as well to look at myself and say look here I am this is me right now and I have several forms of practices, meditation, Reiki, sound, journaling that I tend to call upon um, that really help me. And 
obviously we were talking about nature and and I love nature. I love going to Hampstead Heath, going to green spaces and submerging myself amongst the trees and wildlife. For me, that's just like the ultimate, most beautiful thing to do for myself. And um, mindful moments, making a cup of tea and listening to the kettle boil, sit with your tea as it brews and smell the aromas, wrap your hands around that warm cup. They're just little moments that you can take through the day, but they're just so nourishing and beautiful and mindful and yeah just and I also just think deeply listening you know to yourself and other people is such a great mindful practice because mm, I guess again back to technology you know we, we feel more connected than ever because it's in our fingertips but actually you can't yeah. beat that social connection can you like I often find if you know I, I actually with my co-founder we spent a whole year just doing zooms and it wasn't until fairly recently that we met face to face and it's like a completely different experience yeah regardless of speaking like two hours a day mm. you know you can't really beat it can you no no you- no I think it's so important and we as human beings community and connection is so important you know I think it's part of our survival that we need that um and yeah I think we've all been missing that but it's just so good that we are seeing glimpses glimpses of that again I mean even when we were away from each other I think we we found ways to be connected and we were very you know clever in that and very fast at kind of moving towards ways of still being able to be in touch with each other but there's nothing more special than being able to hug someone and and listen to someone and connect to someone and feel that love that's very special mm. and so getting to sleep which um you know people who don't have um who don't produce as much serotonin um quite often have sleep mm. problems or problem going to sleep so how can having a reiki bath like promote better sleep um and do you recommend any nighttime rituals for people who struggle with sleep problems um, I have had lots of sleep problems actually um, in the past and, and because of my work set schedule sometimes I can get bouts of insomnia. Um, I actually share a Reiki bath ritual in my book Self Reiki. Um, I must send you a copy actually Hetty but I find a bath before sleep especially during the colder months really invites that time to wind down and also gives an opportunity to relax and let go of the day so I love to when when I can have a bath and when I incorporate it with a Reiki treatment or a self-treatment it often sends me off into a deep full deep peaceful sleep because um, I've kind of released anything that I've been holding on for the day and I've I've come to this place of reset um, and I definitely recommend trying it. It's a really beautiful way of incorporating a self-care routine. Um, and as I was saying earlier, I'm trying to come away from devices, phones, laptops, iPads, you name it, to, um, to yeah, just relax the nervous system and calm down the nervous system and, and um, invite my body to a place of rest, you know, to it kind of tells the body this is this is time to rest and I definitely do prefer eating lighter in the evenings that works for me and I love to put um on some lavender or uh orange or frankincense through my diffuser and um I usually end up with a warm drink as well something not caffeine but something Mm. warm to um to yeah send me off to sleep and what about um kind of positive affirmations and, and mantras that's proving kind of more popular now isn't it like are there any that mm. you go to during challenging times yeah I generally use affirmations every day um they just come to me like if I'm feeling a certain way 
uh, an affirmation will come to me that that kind of supports me through that moment. And there, there are ones that I tend to use in every day anyway. So um, one that comes to mind is be kind to yourself and others, which is also a Reiki principle actually, but it's essentially in everything that we do, if we do it with kindness, I think it just makes that bit of difference. Um, and I love, I am here, which is just reminding me that I'm here in my body, you know, affirmations like I'm alive, I'm breathing, these really help us to feel connected to our body, connected to the earth, and just a reminder that we're here right now in the present moment. Um, mantra like I am enough, which is, yeah, I don't need to change anything about myself in this moment, I am enough, you know, that's really powerful. And actually talking about powerful, I love I am powerful. And this really centers me into my energy body, tunes me into my wisdom and intuition and and just tells me that I have everything I need within me and also powers me up for, you know, things like this, doing a podcast or having conversations, interviews, workshops. Um, and yeah, it's okay to rest is a really nice one. I think we always talk about ones that motivate us and get us going, but I think it's nice always to remind yourself that it's okay to rest, you know, um, there's nothing to do. This is my time to reset. Um, so that's a really nice affirmation that I like to use as well. And when clients come to you, I mean, I imagine they they come to you with like different causes, you know. But I think from what I, I understand is it's kind of this ability to to heal from within is something you you really specialize in and helping people to kind of overcome, you know, whether it's grief or trauma, things like that. So mm. how do the tools that you teach people in your classes help people with tapping into our own innate ability to heal from within? Healing for me means whole. I mean, that is the definition of healing actually, but to be present, to healing means whole. So to be present in the experience of living, living in our human body and spiritual body, no matter what we're going through, you know, in that moment. And the tools and techniques that I've shared, I've practiced over and over with myself. Um, my three diamond breath practice, which is a Reiki sound affirmation meditation, um, is tools, there's tools within that that help us come inwards into our body and connect with our feelings and our emotions. You know, often we have this stuck energy because there's so many layers of stuff that's happened to us that we need to unravel those layers to get down to our true self and to discover that vast intelligence within us. And this in turn may support us to heal mentally, physically and emotionally. Um, and I do share some ways of activating our life force energy in my book, Self Reiki, and that there's ways to support our health and well-being. But ultimately, what I really like to share in my practices are ways to help people to just come home to themselves. And when we do that, when we come home to our body, everything else starts to make sense. Why, why did this trauma happen to me? We start to question it and we start to um, evolve from that space rather than staying in that space forever, which is something that I did for many years. Um, but there's also an understanding that our healing is very individual. And even if I had the same experience as someone else and they came to me, their experience is going to be totally different. So I just don't understand 
where they are. Only only we know where we're at and what we need. And that's why it's really vital for me and my practices for to put it back to the person and for them to learn to yeah tap into their innate ability to heal within. Here at Dose, we are dedicated to finding hacks to transform your mood, whether that be a natural energy boost or something to help you find your inner calm amongst the chaos. That's why we created our Mood Mist, harnessing the neuroscience of scent to create a modern aromatherapy range to change how we feel. Ready to bliss out? Why not try Smells Like Yoga for a sense of instant calm, perfect for getting you in the zen zone before a yoga class or simply to unwind on an evening. Made using soothing essential oils like lavender and lang lang, this spray reduces stress and boosts libido when you need to make time for rest and relaxation. Or if you're searching for a pre-workout boost, Hit Me Up is the ultimate gym bag companion, guaranteed to get you raring to go. Uplifting scents of orange, lemon, lime, eucalyptus and bergamot will fire you up for class or focus your mind and banish brain fog. Simply spritz around you and inhale for an instant lift. Dose movements are the wellness weapon you need and are available at shop.whateveryourdose.com. Out of all these the happy hormones that we talk about, endorphins seems to be the one that people latch onto. And I guess it's given rise to this hugely burgeoning fitness industry where you yeah. know, get their kicks from going from quite a stressful situation to then another stressful situation. I mean, it is a form of stress exercise and it hence the endorphins. It's, you know, it's it's our body's own morphine, isn't it? Giving us mm-hmm. some pain relief. But then I guess the euphoria that comes with it is the natural incentive to make you continue doing it because it is a good thing for your body. But I think what I've seen in people's seem to be a little bit more um like less inclined to to go into these sorts of practices that slow you down because they don't want to lose that traction they want to keep going keep their energy levels up but actually there is an argument isn't there that these even slowing down and, and getting more in touch with your yin side can give you the same highs but in a very different way it can make you like you say more grounded with yourself and that can lead to all sorts of amazing things in the body yeah, absolutely. I think it's a balance of both. I do think that for me personally, physical exercise really works. It supports my mental health, um, my physical health. And and so I think combining the two is really important. And But there are certain, because we have this fast life force energy within us, when we tap into that energy, it can really help us to feel revitalised, nourished um, and that's the same kind of energies that we have you know it raises our endorphins and makes us feel alive and and that's the same kind of feelings that you get from certain you know meditations that you go to sometimes you feel it and you go to a gong bath and afterwards you're just like wow where have I been and now I feel just absolutely incredible but um I do love to to work out I love I love to exercise too so I think both of them have their places and sound plays a huge part in endorphin release doesn't it as well it's kind of it's Mm. often like the music that we're listening to with the workout that is making that youth blast of euphoria so much more potent or you know that runner's high Mm. I'm definitely someone who needs to work out to music I know there's lots of people that would argue that it's better to run without but so you're getting more in touch with your breathing but are you someone who I mean you're someone who's passionate about sound so obviously music Mm. is very important to you yeah uh, I mean, I've I just love music and listen to an array of different music, and I, obviously I'm a sound practitioner, singer, and songwriter. So 
music just follows me wherever I am and I definitely listen to music when I'm exercising um, and I create beautiful playlists, very thoughtful ones when I'm sharing meditations to tap into frequencies that help us to change the vibration in the body. We talked about water earlier. We are 60 to 70% water and we're also made up of, of sound and frequency within that. So once we start to listen to specific certain sounds, for example, um, 111 hertz raises our beta endorphins. So when we hear that sound, it moves with ease and flow through the water within us and changes our vibration. So sound and frequency is very important and definitely motivates me to listen to my favourite kind of songs as I exercise. I think that's that's part of why I enjoy doing it, you know, to press play and kind of uh, get really into my body. And it's, this is my time to listen to music and work out. And what's your kind of go-to workout at the moment? You mentioned you, you often go to Hampstead Heath. Do you run Hampstead Heath or are, are you more uh, a fan of like studio workouts? Um, I, I do love to, I jog and walk. Walking is more of my, long walks is more my thing, but I do follow an old workout routine by Debbie Siebers. I don't know if you remember beach body workouts, yeah, yeah. Um, but Slimming Six, I just love her energy and my body always feels so great afterwards, but I just love her. You know, when you just feel so much great vibes from someone she just really lifts me and I also used to do uh, Legree a lot Um, I haven't been for a while a long time but wow that is just an endorphin release that's incredible feeling after that class Um, I love to dance I literally uh, did a a 10 minute dance before our before us coming on here Um, I listened to some jungle music and just uh, had a little shake and um, yeah, I love to dance and move my body and I often get my partner up from his desk and we have a little boogie and, and that's a workout in itself. Um, and I'm actually going to start doing some boxing classes and reformer classes soon, but yeah, that's it really for me. And meditation wise, um, I really enjoy my three diamond breath practice, which I find very energising to do in the morning, but also releases tension and gets the endorphins going as well, firing up. Sounds amazing. And I know we've been talking about this before, but we really must do an IGTV together where you maybe take me through one of your sessions because I'm so eager to experience one firsthand. Yeah, maybe we can do a a Reiki bath or something. Well, I don't. Do you have to be in an actual bath or is it just called a bath because you're surrounded by sound? Well, the ritual (laughs) is a Reiki bath, so we we would all have to get into our baths. (laughs) (laughs) But we could do a a sound bath for sure. Sound bath, we don't need to be in our baths. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. Awesome. Well, for people that are listening now who want to read more about you, um, Mm -hmm. where can they uh, access more information online? Yeah, so I am emeraldandtiger.com and uh, emeraldandtiger on Instagram. And we also have breathelove.co, which is our sister platform, uh, community platform. And what, sorry, what does Breathe Love offer? Because I didn't, we didn't talk about that. Um, Breathe Love is a community space that I founded um, when I started sharing Breathe Love classes a few years ago for corporate festivals, etc. And I loved the community aspect of large groups coming together. And I just felt afterwards always this sense of, you know, we're breathing love into the world. It felt really beautiful. Um, And at the same time, as I was becoming more well known within the wellness space, 
practitioners were reaching out to me for guidance, advice on how they can start, where to learn Reiki, how to get noticed, how to partner with a brand, what to charge, etc., etc. And there, there's a lot of lack of support out there for wellness practitioners and our work is still not taken seriously. Um, and so, yeah, it was just a kind of like combined my love for community and wanting to support practitioners, but also um, just tapping into the great qualities that of humans, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, gratitude and connection, all of that, um, and finding, creating a space that showcases people who do good, who breathe love into their community. So it's not just wellness, it's it's charities, brands, organisations, wellness, creatives, all sorts. Um, we're just creating like a platform that we can showcase their words and wisdom and talent. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure where it will go in the future, but at the moment we've created, you know, an interview blog space. Um, an audio series it's got a directory of everyone that we interview and um, we're doing events and we're just yeah going from there and see how it evolves but it was a really nice project to begin during you know the beginning of this year where everything where you know we've been in such a, a difficult space yeah and you mentioned a book as well is it self reiki yes self reiki so it, um, yeah. it's available in most places and on my website amazing cool Desmond thank you so much for your time I've loved listening to you today and thank yeah you, I just Eddie. I hope to experience one of your sessions in the future yay thank you so much if you have any questions about today's podcast please drop us a line at hello at whateveryourdose.com